0: All right, nerds, welcome back to From Ashes to Embers. This is the place where we are done running. We are going to let go of the fear of inadequacy, and we are going to do the right things, fight for the right thoughts, and abide by the right systems until we become the person that we needed so we can give that person away. Resilience and legacy. Resilience and legacy resilience and legacy it all comes down to can i keep going i will bounce back i will get back up i will find a way because somebody's counting on me and i will not let them down somebody is betting that i am the person they believe that i am and i will not let them down it all comes down to that now we are finally In South Carolina, which is dope, by the way. I was getting so sick of the freaking cold, even though I'm from Colorado. Jeanette and I are going to do a full episode talking about the whole situation. It was really wild, but it was so good. We're going to do that next week. Today, I have a very, very powerful, very short message that you and I both need to hear. For what God is putting on the hearts of people to do, now and throughout history there have been these variables and these factors and this part of the process and the development to achieve calling that every one of his saints every one of his disciples has had to go through and we really really need to get a grasp on this now again because somebody's counting on us now I'm going to feed you a little bit of bullshit, so uh, bear with me, but I'm doing it um, in derision to mock this way of thinking that I find myself in, that I see a lot of other people in. And it's this, that God calls the equipped. God calls the equipped. Like these dudes that just grow old, lonely, single forever forever. Because they think that they need to be perfect before they can go out and get a woman. Now, maybe it isn't your time, but look, God said to be fruitful and multiply. And if it is in your heart to have a family, to be with a woman, to have a bride, then go do it. Right? But we wait. God calls the equipped. God calls the equipped. I want to start a business, but I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to put it off forever. God calls the equipped. I want to make this move. I feel like God is telling me that it is time for us to leave Colorado, that there is a hard reset that my wife and I have to go through in order to receive what comes next in order to establish what God has for my bloodline and for my mission on earth. And then God gives my wife two dreams. He gives me a a clear word. Very clear. So we know it's time to go. But what about the money this and the job situation that and this and that and this and that? God calls the equipped, right? We always go back to this. How many things in your life have you just let go because you felt like you weren't perfect? And somehow you let not being perfect disqualify you. You disqualified yourself from some like made up fucking standard. Like, what is this? Like, like honestly, challenge yourself. Everything that you are using as an excuse to not do what is in your heart to do, to not do what God has called you to do, like, what is the reason that you are believing? And I guarantee you, it will fall under the umbrella of not being ready, not being enough. We have, a, as a church, have believed this lie That God calls the equipped. Now, the truth is, is that God equips the called. That's the truth. The truth is that nobody is enough to do the things that God has called them to do. That's the truth. We know that's the truth. but we don't believe it and we're so scared and so used to just pitying ourselves and expecting an accommodation and a consolation prize for the self-pity that we've built up over the years that we just believe, oh, well, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And now here's the thing, most people, most people who do not believe that they're ready yet, who are under this mindset that God calls the equipped, that you have to be perfect to be chosen. These same people, most of them, and I know from experience, from having been this kind of person and seeing a lot of these kind of people, they're not actually doing shit to be equipped anyway. It's it's the same thing with sex before marriage. Same thing with pornography. Same thing with strip clubs. It's the same thing with lying and cheating and stealing. It's wanting the benefit and the reward of something without making the covenant that it actually takes to get that thing for real. And the amount of time that I've wasted in my life holding back, not doing what was in my heart to do, finding justification after justification, because even though I knew the correct answer was that God equips the called, I believed this religious bullshit that God calls the equipped. Now, God will promote the equipped, for sure. The people that put in the time, they get the skills, they're developing. Yeah, God will promote them. Those kind of people earn favor with God and with man, of course, 100%. But to, to embark on this journey, to say yes to a mission, to give your heart, to it and let it consume you until it shapes your life you don't have to be equipped for that you just need to be called and now for those of you who have been lately struggling man I feel like I know what's in my heart to do I have this desire Jeanette is in the same boat which we're going to talk about when she's back on But even her, she has wanted so badly to be plugged in with a group of people that are serving the community and serving the church in South Korea. And she's just kind of having a hard time just like really finding a good place or a place that has availability or is open to somebody else being on the team. But it's in her heart to do. Right for me. My goal, I don't know if you can see it. 1,000 downloads an episode, 500 paying clients in the bed of embers and four live courses live trials per year that's my goal nowhere close and the just or the uh the risk is always sliding into this religious spirit bullshit that oh well i'm not perfect i'm not ready yet i'm not good enough yet you have to understand that the pharisees when they killed jesus their primary sin was that they believed that they were more righteous than they actually were and they were not willing to acknowledge it they were not willing to humble themselves and then take the lick and the pain and the sting of that truth and do something about it they weren't they believed that they were the most righteous and jesus threatened that and they killed him and this God calls the equipped. I'm going to disqualify myself. I'm going to say no before I even ask. I'm going to tell myself that I can't before I even try. This whole line of bullshit is the little brother to that Pharisaic way of thinking. That way of thinking that the Pharisees had that that I am more righteous and you don't have a place to tell me that I'm not. I am the righteous. This disqualifying yourself yourself saying no before you even ask looking at all these reasons why you're not ready yet and then not doing what God has called you and put on your heart to do they're related they come from the exact same line of thinking it is selfish and it is proud it is not submitted to the heart of God it is not submitted to the word of God and it is not submitted to the nature of God Look at Abraham. God called him to leave. There wasn't a real plan. He ended up doing all this stuff. David. Joshua. Caleb. Nehemiah. All of these people Had a heart for God. A desire to be and to do righteous. And they cared about God's people and his kingdom and his heart. And when they saw an opportunity, they said yes. And then they went and they became whatever they had to be to do the thing that was on their heart to do. The problem is where most people get hung up is that takes fucking work. You actually have to try. You actually have to change. You actually have to grow. And you actually have to go through the process of failing and recovering and failing and recovering and picking yourself back up and picking yourself back up and learning the hard way to get there. God does not call the equipped, He equips the called. And again, for those of you who have had something on your heart, this is the encouragement. That not seeing it come to pass yet, this is part of him equipping you and forming you into the kind of man and woman that could accomplish what he has set for you to do. He is equipping you right now. You might see things going on as like stupid mistakes. You might see things going on as like the world system screwing up. You might see things going on as just like another setback or another letdown or maybe you didn't hear correctly and none of that is true. I mean, it's it's real in a sense, but it's not the truth. The truth is that he has put an obstacle in my way. He has put an obstacle in your way. And you are supposed to trust him and then work to figure it out. And that's part of him equipping you to actually accomplish the thing that's on the other side of the obstacle. You cannot get there unless you go through the fire. You can't. Everything comes down to character and obedience. God can call you before your character is really formed the way it needs to be to create the momentum, to earn the favor, to earn the opportunity. He will call you. And then you just have to go through all that stuff. Like Paul even had to go back after he was blinded by Jesus And he made tents for like, what, like seven or 10 years or something. There are things that God has to get out of your heart. There are lies. There are foul things inside of you and inside of me. Self-doubts, ungodly beliefs, shitty habits, and he has to get them out. And if he doesn't, you would not be able to handle the call. I'm gonna share with you guys five things. Because if you're still listening at this point, there's something inside of you that acknowledges what I'm saying. Yes, I can see where I've been waiting for God or I've been waiting to be equipped to answer the call. Or I don't feel like I'm called because I'm not perfect right? There's something inside of you. If you're still listening where you're like, I know it's not true. I know it's not true. And I don't want to believe it. And good on you. Good on you. We have all just wasted way too much time in that place to go any further down that road. It's time to repent. It's time to turn around from that line of thinking and say yes to the call and open ourselves up and lay down our hearts and say, Lord, whatever you have for me, help my actions align with your will. Help my habits align with your will. Help me to become the kind of man or woman that could accomplish the things that you've put on my heart to do. I will be obedient to you, change me. And if you agree in your heart with what I just said, you need to do start doing these five things. The first one is that you have to acknowledge this is a test. It's not just life. If your heart is for Jesus and you are pursuing God, nothing is just life. Remember, you are not of this world. There's always something else to it. Always. If it's a setback, it's not just a setback. If it's a hardship, it's not just a hardship. It's an opportunity. There's an opportunity to believe more, to do more, to be more, to give more. So number one, you have to acknowledge, you have to open your mind and just say, holy shit, actually, this isn't as bad as I thought. God, you are using this to help me become the person that you created me to be so I can do what you've called me to do. Thank you. Acknowledge and be grateful. Go read the book of James if you don't know what I'm talking about. So the first one is acknowledge that this is a test. This is a test, okay? Number two, you have to pursue God. You have to pursue God. Read your Bible. The Bible app has so many dope little study plans. There's like hundreds of them, maybe even more. You could find Bible studies online anywhere. You could just sit down and say, you know what? Like, I'm gonna read through the book of Matthew. That's what I'm reading right now. Read the Bible. Do not let my law depart from your mind, right? Somebody probably said that sometime in the Old Testament, maybe. Read the Bible. Connect, submit, and build relationships with Christians who have what you want, that you respect. If there's a man or a woman of God that you know that has the body you want, that owns a business, that's an entrepreneur, that uh, had wrote a book, that has the character and the courage you want, that has a relationship with the kids that you want, connect, submit, and build a relationship with that person. You need to make sure you're praying. Make sure you're praying. Lord, this is what I'm feeling. Like a lot of my prayers right now are like, okay, you know what? Instead of feeling sorry for myself, Father, I really just fucked up. And not going to a crazy emotional place or feeling sorry for myself or anticipating some like opening of the sky and big boom if that happens, it'd be tight. But just talking. God, I would really like to not feel this way anymore, but help me to learn what I'm supposed to. Lord, this doesn't feel right. What am I missing here? Holy Spirit, help me to do a good job with this. Give me your wisdom. All of these are just prayers. You could just shoot this shit off like, throughout the day, takes two seconds. If somebody's going through something and you say, hey, I will pray for you, pray for them right then. Don't wait and go home because you're going to forget and then you're going to do some half-assed prayer from your couch because you had too much ice cream or whatever. Now you're tired. Just pray. Talk to God. He has an open door to his throne room. He's like, what you need, I got you. Come to me. If my people would humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I would restore their lands. I would make myself known to them. You need to pray. The next part about pursuing God is, is taking the time to just shut the fuck up and listen. So much in the book of Proverbs is about just shutting up. Because people who talk way too much in certain situations are just fools. They don't listen. They don't learn. They don't even know what's right. Ecclesiastes, one of my all-time favorite Bible verses ever. It says, when you come before the throne room of God, do not be a fool, shut up and listen. And if you make a vow to God, pay it because he does not take pleasure in people who make a vow and do not pay, which is why we moved to South Carolina so fucking quick because we said, God, if you give us this sign, we know this is you. It's time to go three weeks later. We were on the road. because we made a vow. I shut up, shut up, shut it up, whatever. I shut up and I listened without thinking, without driving my thoughts, without having a list of requests, I just listened. And he gave me a word and he gave my wife two dreams. And this has happened multiple times in my life. If in my mind, when I'm shutting up to just listen to Holy Spirit, if there's anything that I will consciously do, it's something along the lines of, Lord, you are holy. Help me to be quiet before you. Holy Spirit, I know you're speaking to me at a deep level. Help me to hear that instinct. That's it. That's what I would pray. Those are good prayers and they don't take a lot of words and then you can just shut the fuck up and just keep listening. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, you have to increase your discipline. A lot of Christians like to over spiritualize the whole my children are marked by discipline versus and it's costing a lot of people, a lot of quality of life and opportunity. You have to increase your discipline with your mind, your body, and your time. You have to, it's not optional. This is mandatory. Number four, increase your service and your output for other people. If you're a parent and you're in this wilderness right now and you've got through all these other steps, stop doing so much for you. Start doing more for your kids. But there's too much time in the day. Don't fucking talk to me about too much time in the day. We homeschool our children. I run the podcast. I have the coaching group, which I'm trying to grow. I haven't been doing it lately, but I've got the social media, which is going to start ramping back up again. I also work full time. I have quality, quality relationship with my wife and kids. My wife and I make incredible love. My children trust me and they talk to me and we have time together. I'm also working out. And I've done 75 hard in the midst of all of this stuff, and I've still had time to dick around. So don't fucking tell me that you don't have time. That's bullshit. If it matters, you will make time. That's the truth. Increase your service and your output for others. Number five. There's two parts to number five take the risk. And put yourself into situations where you have to trust God more. It's a situation, a circumstance, something, right? That you have prayed through, you've got counsel on, your wife or your husband or your spouse or your friends, the people that are closest to you, your mentors, they approve of. You, you're you not going to before God with this like need for this thing to happen. You're not desperate. You feel like this is the right move. Take the risk. Take the risk and put yourself in a situation where you feel like I'm going to have to trust God more over there than I will right here. That's the harder way to go. That's the right way to go. The kind of thing where it's like, okay, Lord, I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm going to trust you. You're the only one that can pull this off. And then go. The other part of taking a risk and putting yourself in a situation where you are more dependent on God is working like you're about to lose it all. Believe in him and work like you're about to lose it all. So that's the five things. Acknowledge that this is a test, you guys. God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. He will take care of it. Just say yes and be obedient and go. He will take care of you. If what is in your heart to do has not happened yet, if God has given you a word, a dream, a vision, and it hasn't fully come to fruition, then you're not done, which means you're still being equipped, which means there's still work to do, which means you're on the right track as long as you keep going. Acknowledge that this is a test. Pursue God. Read the Bible. Pray. Get close to other Christians. And just shut up and listen. Increase your disciplines in mind, body, and time. Number four, increase your service and your output for others. Be more dependable on those who need you, for those around you. Number five. Take the risk. Put yourself in situations where you have to depend more on God than you could on yourself. Work like you're about to lose it all. And trust that he's with you. That's it. Because like number one. You guys, this is a test. You have to acknowledge that this is a test. This is a part of the process. Everybody in the Bible had to go through this. Everybody that's ever been successful at anything ever had to go through this. This is the process that God has set in place. It's a universal law. You can't fuck with it or bypass it. Receive it. The hardship, the letdown, the delay, all of it. You guys, it doesn't feel good. It's not suppo- it doesn't matter if it feels good or bad. It doesn't matter. It's what is the right thing. The right thing is understanding that this is a test. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself or quit. I will keep going. I will believe. That's the right thing because it is a test. And now here's the truth I'm going to leave you with. You can fail the test, which means you're just going to have to take it over and over and over again. If you're not listening, you're not doing these things now. You're not taking care of your mind, your body, and your time. You're not pursuing God. You're not taking the risk and being in a situation to depend on Him more. You're not acknowledging that this is a test, right? You're not increasing your service, your output for other people. You're failing this part of the test and God's just going to sign you back up. You're going to get to just do this whole thing again. You're going to get to do this whole thing again. For the people that God has called, you do not fail the test. You just get to take it again. Matters up to you how many times you want to take it, how long you want this process to be. I love you guys. Talk to you later.